0: Uh, what page was it 16 is where it all starts getting exciting. 16... to party, we
1: will party hard. Hey, this is Phosfex Party. Uh, we're doing a mini-episode where we're going to have a look through the Doom of Moloch expansion for Adeptus Titanicus. Um, I'm here with Spin. Hello! Uh, I'm Ross, not Dan, you can probably tell. Uh, it's just me and Spin today, so... Hot for press today, literally picked it up about two hours ago. Yeah, it smells good. uh, He's got that
0: new book spelled, you do that as well, don't (laughs) you? (laughs) Yeah, we've just had a quick look through, seeing what's uh, interesting, seeing what's new, seeing what's exciting. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest, right from the start here, it's nights, I'm not interested in (laughs) nights. But there's some cool stuff in here anyway, regardless. But uh, no, we've uh, we've decided what we're going to do. We're not going to... Discuss anything to do with the uh, the fluff that's at the beginning because if you don't know that already, then uh, it's uh, better for you to just learn that uh, read that yourself. I don't want to spoil anything, uh, but it is based around the Battle of Molech, which was uh, the setting for and um, oh, I've forgot the name of the book already. Vengeful Spirit. That was Vengeful Spirit. So uh, yeah, lots of knights involved in that battle, but uh, yeah, we're gonna start off at uh...
1: oddly in the book. I don't think they even talk about Titans.
0: They don't do that I don't remember. Talk. It was more about the night specifically. Was, I think
1: there's one bit, you know where the you know where little Horace does the armored column. Mhm. Yeah. I think Titans are mentioned then, but that's right.
0: it. Yeah, it's, but he's primarily based around the knights, isn't it? In his his trip to Molech and his it's all about for being there.
1: House Divine, which is in here.
0: Well, that's, that's who's on the front cover, isn't it? House Divine. Is it? Yeah. Apparently, according to the uh, the, the weekender. And they re- released
1: oh, yeah, the uh, T-Sport. The, um, the little, the bird and the eagle, the bird and snakes snake, sorry. Yeah, on
0: his, uh, on his, uh, what do they call it? they has got a specific name for those shields, have not they? Plastron. Or something like that. Yeah.
1: A little tiny arm shield.
0: It's yep. So we're going to start off with page sixteen, which is the beginning of like, the rule section for the book. with um, so, And this is uh, the, the key thing. For starting off from this page is more the um, the new rules they've introduced here for Titanidios.
1: Oh, you mean the Titan Legions of Moloch kit?
0: Yes, were, uh, right. yes.
1: Are we reading the rule? Let's not read it out. Just, not,
0: not fully, but no. it's what it do. What this uh, what this has done is introduced, is allows you to use multiple um, Titan Titan Legios uh, their rule sets. So, essentially, if you want to mix different rule sets of Titan Legios, so uh, I've got Krytos, If I wanted to run uh, some additional Titans as reinforcements from, I'm instantly forgetting all. Other traitor legios <laughs> right now. Um, what's the big one that everyone usually goes for? Mortis. Mortis. So I could run a Maniple of Krytos using their rules, uh, but if I wanted, say, a Reaver from
1: um, Mortis, um, it has to be a does mani- It has to be another Maniple Especially another maniple, yeah, does it? So um, multiple maniples from different legios can be part of the same battle group.
0: But then it says uh, the battle, for example, if battle group made up of a legio Crucius Maniple with two legio Fortis warhounds as reinforcements which wouldn't be in a
1: mana pool uh, about if I read it
0: anyway the, the idea is that if you do that you're doing it at a cost so your opponents gaining additional strategy points but it also allows you if
1: you uh, wanted
0: to mix and match some different paint schemes
1: oh no mana must be made up of the same tie Legos. yes so, yeah, you can have like yeah.
0: individual Titan reinforcements. So, yeah, so if you go back to my example, if I wanted a um, a, a pool of Krytos, but then wanted an individual Reaver that I wanted to paint up in the uh, Mortis colours... Wanted to paint up. Well, yes, okay, wanted someone else to paint up for me. <laughs> uh, then I, it means that you can now got a legitimate way to do that and still utilise their rules, but at a cost to your opponent gaining additional strategy points, which I think is quite cool because it really opens up some... You know, you're not on to really restrict yourself to to one yeah. one legio anymore.
1: I think it's a nice way to balance out. Um, for example, like you could take two legios that have really really good rules, and then your opponent getting the additional strategy points is is a nice way of doing it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of strategy points, and in fact, there's you know a lot of new stratagems that have come in as part of this book available to Titan Legio. So I just so lo- imagine
1: like if you're doing narrative play or like a campaign, for example. Um, and what Titan Legion does Nick have? Two pumps. Furians. Furians. Furians, yes. So like you and Nick are been really good actually. They do look I don't want to like give him any props <laughs> because he's two pump bitch Nick. But, <laughs> but they all look really um, nice. No, they do look really good. So uh, in the campaign, if you fought together and you you were like
0: Like if we did a uh like a doubles in fact yeah. we could do yeah, if you have so, doubles matches where he's using his Lot Titan Legion, and I'm using mine, it can effectively one battle force but utilising their own rules but then
1: yeah
0: then it was getting if it was just well, against if, one if person. for example
1: like you wanted to run um, you wanted to play a game with more points than you had and Nick lent you a warlord or something yeah then you could use those rules yeah so, no, yeah. Yeah, so it cool. has an actual function as opposed to just looking different if you know what I mean mm. I mean I think for narrative play that's really good Absolutely. It doesn't, it doesn't matter so much if you're not playing. If it's just a throwaway game to roll some dice, but
0: uh, well, actually, you say that though. But if um, uh, using my example again, I, I've chosen Kratos as my main legio as a traitor. But you know, it, their, their special rules are heavily weighted towards the destruction of scenery and things like that. I just want which... to talk about
1: the 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 finger quotes you did around tra- traitor. Did I do that? I didn't yeah. realise I did that. <laughs> yeah, Ligio, Ligio,
0: Ligio, what are they, Kratos? Kratos they they were they, traitors. No, they were definitely traitors. They are hella traitors. They were definitely traitors, godbreakers. But uh, no, they their special rules are heavily weighted towards destruction of scenery, which is obviously something that's in the game, but it's not something that you'll see you currently. You see a lot of being used, the, like the destruction of scenery. But then, you know, there are other Ligios that have got other rules that might be Suited to maybe an individual Titan that would add something to my my force that my current Leisure is not got access to. Oh,
1: so you mean like balancing out the weaknesses in your yeah right you know, hand. But, yeah, but you know, but obviously, uh, you know, once
0: again balancing that against the fact that I can do that at a cost of my enemy getting additional uh, stratagems in that game. Yeah. But then it might mean that I've got more interesting playstyle to then open up, uh, where I've got like an individual reaver that's going specifically Titan hunting with a close combat weapons it could be from a legio that's got specialist rules for that that's getting a bit gamey at that point but if, if I had a, a different legio I might be interested in means I don't have to go all the way and, all out and buy f- full pools of that legio I could just paint get one of them painted up Yeah. Uh, or modelled up for something that fits like a you know warhounds that are suited where there's um, uh, I forget the name of the uh, what's the Ardax yes Ardax you know, it, when we you know I could use I might want to have some Ardac support. That very they're very much about getting in close, uh, and doing Titan hunting. Whereas my guys are less about that. Yeah. So you know, but then it also opens, as you said it opens up more narrative and painting options there. So I think that's quite a cool thing about added there, which I didn't know about until.
1: Then. I mean, as an aside, I just got very excited that my book has one of the little bookmark things, like embedded bookmark.
0: Do you not know? Don't uh, have those.
1: I haven't opened. Uh, Titan Four, New Titan Death. That's the one. <laughs> like you, I got. When did we pick it up? When it came the weekend it came, it came out, out. When it came out, you're not even opened it yet. In fact, it's here and it's still in its. It's funny that you because
0: you say that. I think with um, a lot of people, the Titan a Death of Titanicus is a funny one at the moment in that there's a lot of people that got it, evidently because everything keeps getting sold out. But I don't think there's a lot of people out there that have got enough stuff put together or painted or built it feels like everyone's been holding their breath still waiting for new, more stuff to come out it's
1: like people are waiting for the resin weapons
0: yes oh, so well the, that's what I was waiting the for the warlord personally. ones have dropped now picked those up yesterday got the uh, the quake cannon and the uh, macro gatling blaster for
1: yeah. the warlords I just don't have time I've, uh, I've that I've got, as well yeah. I've got two boxes of warhounds waiting to get put together not to mention all of my Iron warriors that I haven't touched well yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not you've not done any hobby since you moved out of something I bought a
0: metre of green stuff. Okay, yeah, that's good. A metre of green stuff. You're probably on modelling your own models now.
1: Well, uh, the remember Ant gave me loads of shit at the beginning of the year for the militia thing? Yeah. I'm going to do it, but I'm wombo it with my Demons of the Rune Storm.
0: Ooh.
1: But we'll talk about that on a proper yeah, episode. Yeah,
0: do that. I think we'll talk about on that on a proper episode. Right, are we, we going to talk about
1: uh, Legio Crucius, the warmongers? Well, the key
0: thing is that there's four new, uh, four new Legios in in uh, Doom Molek. But yeah, so first there yeah, are the four new ones. There's the uh, Legio Crucius, which are the warmongers. We've got the Legio Fortidus, which is dauntless. Then you have got the Legio Vulcanum, which are an interesting one because they're like a they've got a like a split personality type thing going on. Well, there's two. two
1: one forge world, two legios, isn't it? Yeah. Fire and Lords of Ruin.
0: And then you have got the Legio Interfector, which are the murder lords.
1: So, are we thinking the first two are loyalists
0: then? Well, there's nothing in the first one that specifies that they're loyalists, but based on the assumption of the fact that they're mentioning the example for the Titan, the, the, what we've just been discussing, and generally the way they do the format these things is have the, the loyalists first, then the traitors set, uh, follow up. Yeah. Uh, and we know that the Legio Fortress is definitely a uh, a loyalist Legio. I mean, have they're you also, said that though?
1: They're also from Riser, which is a loyalist Forge world.
0: Yeah, but. Uh, you know, who's to say these are is that are these actually there's no, no actual is there any actual rules for them being traitor or, or not? You know, there definitely there must have been examples of uh Titans from what a, considered as a That's a good point loyalist Legio Titan traitor. Legio, yeah. Um, you know, we just currently we kinda of p- pigeonhole uh, these Legio's into loyalist and traitor, but much like in heresy you've definitely got, you know, loyalist traitors and traitorous loyalists as it were.
1: You, so, uh, we should roll out my, one of my favourite Alpha Legion memes. Which one's that one? Did you just assume my agenda? <laughs> did you assume my loyalty? <laughs> I posted that the other day. And I was like, it was the did you just assume my agenda meme. And um, I didn't tailor to my audience because I didn't post it on a wargaming thread. Oh. And like, oh man, Tumblr came after me. <laughs> they were like, it's not funny to make jokes like that. And I was like it's a meme what isn't the point of memes meant to be funny like this guy over here said he didn't didn't know whose side he was on so I've made an agenda joke and then about four or five comments later this person's like oh I misread it as gender oh god I was like (laughs) ah
0: (laughs) motherfucker you did not read properly (laughs) right so yeah starting off with Lucio Crucius the warmongers Uh, interesting rules we're not going to go over all rules in detail because obviously you're better off just getting the book um, they got some interesting bits of kit which was the well, I think one of the ones that made us kind of go oh that's nice was the bifolded power containment
1: yeah and bifolded power containment um, basically allowing you to mitigate the effects of uh, draining weapons which on is the, good. On, a, on a dice roll
0: which when you combine that with uh, one of their traits which is the pride of riser which I think is just really really good Where they, um, during the control uh, control phase, or when making repair rolls as part of the emergency repair order, when a Crucius titan uses dice result of a sixth event plasma, decrease the titan's reactor level by two rather than one. So these guys are all about their power control, by sounds of it, their their level, which, having played the game, I know is a, a really... Big part of a Titanicus. If you're not keeping track of that or keeping on top of it, it's what you know. Especially with the uh, you know, if you're only using weapons that came out originally with a lot of your, yeah, volcano, volcano cannons, it's very quick for those uh, weapons to overload your, um, your your reactors, and that can have quite a devastating effect on the, on your Titan eventually. Um, so these guys are all about you know can you know controlling that quite well. And I think I think that's quite a cool thing, especially as you can then you know you know stick them on, you know plasma uh, annihilators, some very plasma annihilators, and then fire maximum fire every time, and then not have to worry so much about your reactor being overloaded so quickly.
1: I mean, you say you don't have to, but if you on the bifolded power containment, like if you roll a one, you have to roll two dice and take the worst effect.
0: Well, yeah, I mean it depends on whether you've if that's a piece of war gear, so you don't necessarily have to use that.
1: I mean, you do. Because it's so good. It's cool, yeah, but, but yeah, that is
0: the real risk of that. But then, uh, so they've got
1: uh, some personal traits in there which uh, I'm not really, well. are not really. They're quite um, good as well. I've not really read through those yet. One of them allows you to re roll a dice for the Princeps Senioris' Titan during the uh, repair phase. Right. Uh, one of them is uh, command check m- manipulation, and one of them is. Uh, if the battle group doesn't have any tertiary objectives, it gains the Salvation salvation of Circuits? Crucius. Holy shit, I've got my glasses <laughs> on. Even with my glasses on, I can't read. Yeah, Salvation of Crucius
0: tertiary objective. Uh, basically, if it, if it does not have a tertiary objective already, uh, it gains this one, which a uh, battle group is objective earns five victory points at the end of the game if their Prince of the title is not destroyed or structurally compromised, which...
1: I, I imagine that's quite hard to do.
0: Uh, obviously, generally, you're putting your Princeps on a, 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 a quite a tough titan anyway, all depending on which legion you're running. Um, but yeah, you know, if 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 you really want something dead, then it will probably be taking least structural damage. Yeah. So I'm a quite quite a difficult one. But then if you've been if you play it safe and you keep it out of the way and you manage to repair a lot of things, then uh, yeah, you, you know, that might be a, an easy five inch points.
1: As we were discussing the color plates. You quite like these, don't you? I really do. I was looking for something that had um, like that dark blue to it, which is yeah. originally paler more. The
0: other thing that is good about this one is that you've been talking about a lot recently about attempting that marble effect, haven't you?
1: I have. Which, well, they put
0: it on the shoulders. Yeah, well. I think that's really nice on the shoulders. I mean, if I was gonna if I was gonna really kind of dump it down, I'd say these are the uh, ultramarines of the Titan ships. <laughs> oh, now I don't want to do it. <laughs> You think yeah, about it, like the why blue, you do this? the blue and the marble, but they, I think it works on a Titan very well.
1: But they're like that deep Night Lords
0: blue. Yeah, it's yeah, you know, it's, it's a quite a cool colour scheme. Well, especially like the reaver and the eyes in the, yeah. the, the Steph would love these. Because oh, there's teal on. Teal got teal on them, yeah. something So, but no, I was
1: looking for that that dark blue, purpley colour scheme. So, what well, you were
0: looking at, Balance more, weren't you originally?
1: But, like, I don't want to play a Legion that doesn't have any special rules. No, because then the Palace More, I'm you. i no, surprised but, they haven't yet. No, yeah. I mean, Imperial Hunters have already got rules, because they got them in...
0: Well, have you not thought about using Palace More but then using one of the existing Titan Legio rules?
1: No, because then I will not be able to refrain from using the best Titan Legio well, yeah, rules. Oh, that's
0: a fair point, that's a fair point.
1: <laughs> well, no, you,
0: I mean, you say the best, but I think the great thing about the, the Legio-specific rules is that they, they are generally quite characterful. Yes, so some have got better rules than others, without doubt. But I think if you were to think about how powerless more as a legio is meant to be, pick the ones that suit the style of the legio rather than just are yeah, the best. Fair.
1: But no, I mean, um. I think I mean looking at the color scheme and like the rules are quite characterful for um, the kind of way I like to play, which is more of the resource risk management type style of stuff. Mm. Um, I could see myself playing legio crucius, yeah. There's a loyalist. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're a really nice paint scheme. The rules are quite interesting, um, and like, like we both agree that we're not massive fans of the knights. No, no, no. I
0: mean, I'm based on my experience of my 30k channel game. I'm not a fan of the knights, but, uh. but that's only because Alan. Uh, to be fair, though, you know they they have recently come out with the FAQ, which is something we should mention. Uh, only what yesterday was it? The, the I haven't actually FAQ. read the FAQ. Not read it myself. Not a chance because I had a mental date work yesterday. Um, but yeah, just, they just only yesterday released the um, uh, the new FAQ for the Adeptus Salicus game, and they have toned down the way knights work. Uh, I would still want to see that in in game. Uh, my issue with knights was always that they seemed they seemed way overpowered in combat and the counter counterarm was always well they're easy to kill but yeah if you've only got a small banner and they, you've got decent scenery then they could easily have got around the scene hiding scenery and got around to take on titans and it was just how quickly they brought it down and something i noticed i think it was that one of the key things was that if the way the company I i've not used knights myself yet so i don't know fully how the rules work but they seem to be able to get bonuses to the point where they can hit on twos in combat.
1: In yep. fact, that's, isn't that talked about later on in here with the knight. How they change the...
0: Yeah, this is one yeah. of the things they've changed in here. Um, but, they, but as far as I was aware, there was no way of a Titan being able to hit on a two. Best you could ever hit on something was a three-up. Right, which seems to me like an imbalance there, but that you know that's just a personal thing, and more likely a misunderstanding of how I understand how the game works. I mean,
1: let's face it, it's Jihadi Ali. He's he's clearly cheated.
0: <laughs> well, he's quite smart when it comes to these things, but I think it was more the fact that. Uh, he was he was essentially charging around corners and getting to rear arcs and then doing targeted attacks and all sorts of things. But oh,
1: one thing I do know is they can only charge in straight lines now. That,
0: that, that was the thing, that was, I think that's the thing they've changed, they've got, you can only charge in a straight line. It was more to do with the wording previously and the fact that because they've got a 360 arc and essentially they are always within the arc going, it was a weird interaction between was the it, wording. Was it
1: how he tried to argue that White Scar's running got jinx saves? Yeah, basically. Yeah. no. <laughs>
0: But they, um, they, they, they obviously realised that the knights had, needed to be changed in some ways. So they have mitigated that in some way. But it'd be interesting how, ch- how that changed in this book and in the FAQ. Yeah. Which I'm not sure if the FAQ is just what's in this book anyway.
1: I mean, I can check. I have, I have access to uh, it. Well, if
0: you think about it, if, if they put a new rule in here that replaces the one, that specifies it replaces the rule in the main book, it would be unfair for people to then not have that in the FAQ. It would be quite simple to them to have, Said, put that in the FAQ for the general public, who have already got only got the Adeptus Titanicus book and not bought this, so they know what the rule changes.
1: Um, I mean, I guess, but it's Games Workshop, so you never know. Well, that's true. Um, do you want to talk about uh, the next one while I look for this? FAQ? So
0: yeah, um, well, on to the next Legio. We've got Legio Fortidus, which is uh, Dauntless. Uh these guys are based on Mars. So when Mars turned, these were one of the Legions that stayed loyal um fighting on Mars. Um had a look through some of their rules. I can't remember what they were, but let's see what we've got. Oh, one of the things I like is the Lost Sons trait where they can take any of their uh, any of the mana and replace one of its um mandatory components, so um thinking of a Myrmidon one which is one I'm looking at using you've got to take two you've got to take at least um, one Warlord and one Reaver I think it is or two Warlords um, you can replace one of those mandatory components for any other Titan however for the purposes of some rules out there that Titan is still counts as the original mandatory Titan so if well, for this, example
1: is this similar to the way Gryphonicus can add, an, add a Reaver
0: not quite. No, but is just straight up it replaces. Um, uh, you can replace warlords with reavers in that because right. they have access to more reavers. I mean, it's, this, it
1: it alters one of the mandatory titan components.
0: But as but it, what it does, this one maintains what its original mandatory thing was. So if you took out a warhound and gave uh, and put a warlord uh, a, a reaver in, for example, for some uh, so uh, for some requirements out there that gain benefits so opportunities at strikes special rule for example uh, that would still count as a warhound in the oh, game oh I see what you mean yeah so whereas Gryphonicus, I think it would it just straight up replace it completely uh, it wouldn't count as the what the original uh, component was
1: it looks like the FAQ was only the core rulebook uh, no, but
0: yeah, but what I'm saying is that the the rule they've changed in here, specifies it replaces one in the core rule book.
1: Oh, banner movement phase.
0: Mm, it was to do with charging. Uh. Uh, charge order. So it basically says. Uh, when a banner of knights moving under charge orders activates, it does not act in the same way that a titan would. The following change order, charge sorry, the following charge order is for all knight banners and replaces the one on page forty two of the Titanicus rule rulebook.
1: No, that's not talked about in here. So okay, so they obviously wrote the FAQ before. Well,
0: no, they obviously wrote this before the FAQ. It seems like. What I mean
1: is, they wrote for the FAQ to be released before this. Yeah. Anyway, back so, to talking yeah,
0: about yeah, so 40s. Uh, isn't my, it
1: great when Dan's not here to make sure we're not doing Oh yeah, we, we, like
0: that he's probably doing ministers now right he's going to be he's, so mad he's, he's going to be going oh my god what those guys doing how did I let them go loose on their own uh, lost, know, lost his, sons
1: is a good trait to be fair yeah, I,
0: I, I like that more because it. Um, if think about it you've got manifolds out there they've got very good special rules but I found quite restrictive because of what your requirements are for ma- ma- the mandatory thing so for example the axiom here you go there's a good example axiom you have to have a Warlord, Reaver, and a Warhound as the mandatory components. And then you get the benefit of uh, the command capability where if you fail a command role, you can still add command.
1: Yeah.
0: But me, I'm not, you know, as a Krytos player, my theme is more about the heavier titans. So the Warhounds is something I'm not really reaching for. However, me as a player, I'm crap at rolling dice. And as we saw, (laughs) if anyone's seen the 30k channel, my first command roll was terrible. I just failed all of them. Uh, Whereas what I could do is replace that that Warhound mandatory requirement, if I was using Fortidus, uh, with a a second Reaver, for example. So it would be a Warlord and two Reavers. And then I get the benefit of that uh, Manipal's special rules. With only those, with those maples. However, if there was a rule in the game that meant that the attacked the Titan tight type, uh, then would, that second Reaver would still count as a Warhound in that, for that purposes. But I'm not sure, I've not had that company in the few games that I've played.
1: I mean, also, Children of Mars allows you, uh, basically says they never suffer command penalties. So that's a good one for you as well.
0: Also good, yeah. But then, uh, yeah, I'm not keen on the, uh, the colour scheme on these guys, but that's because they're just. Uh,
1: they're red.
0: I thought you liked red. Uh, no, you know, I like black and red. Uh, but, yeah, no, they're, 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 I mean, they just seem a bit... Obviously Mars, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, if you think about that colour scheme on a Mars base...
1: I mean, I wouldn't put it on a Mars It's basically base. a
0: Mars... It's their base on Mars. They're actually fighting on Mars yeah, against well, the traitors. Yeah, what I mean, from,
1: like, an aesthetic point of view. No, yeah, but, right. I mean,
0: like, if you were to, you know, keep to the fluff and have a base on Mars, they're a red Titan on red ba- on red base.
1: Their stratagems are interesting. So, um, so rather than Kit, these guys will
0: get access to the new stratagems, don't yeah.
1: they? The Dauntless player may reveal stratagems when activating a Titan until the beginning of the following turn, following a game round, sorry. The Titan ignores damage effects of critical damage to its head or body. That's pretty good. That's really, that,
0: that makes them quite tough, that does.
1: I mean, that's two That's two points, but... Um,
0: a bit, I think that. So, you know,
1: well, their other one lets them ignore catastrophic meltdowns. What the f fu- ha
0: uh, that's quite um, uh, catastrophic meltdowns oh, don't no always happen. It's a you know it's a it's a it's a risk that it can happen. Uh they they do happen, but
1: No, I misread that.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Again, yeah, again case of Ross not being able to read. So you play the stratagem when it suffers magazine Ma- detonation uh, okay. or catastrophic meltdown. And yeah. The results of the meltdown table when resolving the catastrophic damage, add five oh, to the God, Titan scale. What? So... When it goes off, it goes off. Do so you buy that to basically turn it into a bigger bomb? Yeah. So, like, your, <laughs> your Titan's dying anyway. So, so
0: get a Reaver, charge it into the middle of the enemy, and you go, come kill me, <laughs> and then boom! Quite literally, Jihadi Allen.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Um, personal traits? None of them immediately jump out at me as being really good. That I think this is one of
0: the nuances about of of Titanicus. If anything, it's one of the things I've noticed about the game in general, is that if you think about a lot of other games, you immediately start looking out for the most powerful things or the most the best rules. And you know, based on the my experience of the uh, the Facebook group, the, the Depth of Titanicus Facebook group, it's not about trying to, to work out what the mm-hmm. best army is. Uh, everyone seems to be just kind of playing around, experimenting with different things, and there's no like obvious. I don't like to use a term, but the meta, there's no real meta out there as such. I mean, there's no, I'm also there's no gonna, clear winner at the moment as to what which the best titan is because there's so many new yeah, weapons and true. different titans out there.
1: I'm going to caveat it with I, I've never played the game, so I, uh, there might be something really good that I'm overlooking.
0: I think there uh, a lot of these things are, are more characterful than they are power gamey as such, uh, I think, and a lot of them are usually going to be quite situational as well. So that's probably why they don't always jump out as as being. Oh yeah. my god, that's amazing!
1: Again, the color plates are really nice. The uh, I like that red. It's kind of a metallic red.
0: Yeah, um, I'm just not a fan of that on on those kind of models for some reason.
1: I can see what you mean about it being like generically Mars, though.
0: Yeah, that's that's my issue.
1: You know, what, you know what I really miss off the plastic kits. Right, the, where, where are the crotch flags on the plastic kits? They don't have them. I know, but why?
0: Oh, uh, to leave people to make their own, I suppose. I don't mean, uh, know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> trying to make something that small.
0: Uh, people do it. Uh, there's there's definitely ways to do it, isn't it. Um I'm trying to think of. A lot of people make them out of. Then um, they, they make, uh, apply like printed off versions onto like bits of tin can.
1: So if you you, like, well, I guess, but I'm 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 just mildly miffed. But that not just all a the color plates have them.
0: Yeah, but then they're but not going to them. Probably because it's going to be fragile and are you really going to paint something that small in that much detail?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay then, probably I mean, yeah.
1: I'll be super pissed if Bordeaux <laughs> now are like, aha, crotch flag. What, are,
0: they, are they on the transfer sheets? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't actually look at mine. So the next one, I think this is a really interesting legio. This is Vulcanum. Uh, these are very much traitors. But they have got two legios, or two things on the one Planet yeah, and the so it's the, the one
1: forge world, the, the one forge world that has two Titan legions, but both of the same name.
0: Yeah, so but they're called, they're either called the Dark or Lords of Ruin. Yeah. Now uh, this, I mean, a lot of this, you straight away look at the first Legion trait, and it pretty much sums it up: the two-faced god. That obviously he's mm-hmm. got some sort of split or, or two kind of like flip side coin type thing. You know, they've they've got twin machine spirits, symbiotic commanders, all this thing about. Having these links between Titans, um, you know that. I don't. don't, If anything, I actually want to find out more about this Legio more than what we've got on this information. So
1: there's there's only one paragraph of information about the Forge World. So it's on the edge of the Eye of Terror, and it's basically just founded two Titan Legions. They both share the same High Gothic Legio name, but yeah, like you say, they're all about. Like this idea that the two two separate legions are one. Yeah. So, so I mean, the two faced god trait's really good. The fact that you can have two Princeps Signores I mean just know... If, uh, senores. Senores.
0: <laughs> I am I mean, if that if they can both then take a personal trait as well, I think that's that's gonna be quite interesting. Um
1: See, it says on the personal trait, uh, Allegio Volcanum Princeps Senoris personal trait can either be generated from the book or the below table. Yeah, so why so not? So if there's two of them, yeah. I don't see why. I
0: suppose the downside, one of the downsides of that is that there's two targets for missions where bringing down the Senoris would. You know, you might be able to double up on that one. I guess. Because I assume if you got if there was a mission where you had to kill the, the opponent's prin- uh, Princeps Senoris. And you kill both of them.
1: I mean, also, the the downside to the two-faced god um, trait is, so if one of the Princeps Senorius Titans is destroyed, for the remainder of the game, count the other Princeps Senorius Titan as having suffered an unrepairable princess wound... Princep... Princess? It's princess. <laughs> Princep wound <laughs> on the damage table.
0: Princess wounded damage table. Yeah, so I, I don't know what that effect is. You know, I'm not so favour uh, of okay the rules to know what those off the top of my head, but they've obviously got this thing where... They're, they're either their crews or the machine spirits are very much linked between Titans. Uh, so, uh, now, oh, yeah, this is the one the, for the fallen. Now, this one, I think, if you're going to be building a, a mana out of Warhounds, this could get interesting. So, for each of the Titans in the battle group that's been destroyed, the Legion of Volcanum player gains a single reroll that may be used once each round. This reroll may be used to reroll the result of any single dice so that's rolled by a legion of Titan. So if you've got a bunch of Warhounds all over there, yeah, each one that dies is then adding another another dice roll.
1: Just a throwback. Did you read the fluff for the two two faced card? Uh, no. Right, they're all clones. Oh wow! That's... So, like the Dark Fire and Lords of Ruin have a long history of competition. This is fueled by shared genetic an- ence- ancestry uh, of their princeps, who were created by using ancient cloning techniques and seen by their brothers and dar- as sisters as dark reflections of themselves. That's some. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Emperor said no to that shit.
0: <laughs> but yeah, but he said he may have said that. But then Legio Titan Legions have very much been also quite independent of them. Terms of how they do things. They were
1: there. They fall into the same kind of category as the navigators, don't they?
0: Essentially, yeah. it's a um, it's one of those things where the emperor went. No, you shouldn't do that. But you guys over there. You can carry mm-hmm. on doing that because I need <laughs> you or titans more than I you, can tell you not to do it.
1: You can do a little bit of that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if, if you do a little bit of that, but don't really tell anyone, then just don't I, tell uh, them. You know, the that's means. okay. That's cool because your titans are pretty cool, and I need them. And your navigators are pretty cool. I need them to get crown space. So uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. So the. Symbiotic commands, stratagem.
1: Uh, See that one's really good. Even, even point, I know that's really even good.
0: for only one point. I think that's got potential to be really good. Uh, essentially, you can uh, if you you can use a stratagem if you choose immediately issue the same order. Okay, so let's redo this properly. Play the stratagem in strategy phase. I'm successfully issuing an order to a legion of Volcanum Titan. The player may, if they choose, immediately issue the same order to any or all of the Legion of Rokan Titans in the battle group without the need to make further command checks. So essentially, if you want to put everything on first fire, you manage to get it off on one Titan, they can all go on first fire immediately without even having to take a of the
1: command check for it. So the, the first Titan passes the first fire command? All of them can then go then on to... And you spend the one command point? No, no I think you... Or do you spend the command point first?
0: Play a in the structure after successfully issuing the order. Yeah. yeah. So yeah.
1: So you issue you the order. After,
0: and... You don't even spend until you've actually passed that. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that's really good.
0: Yeah, and if you've don't go, and then got an axiom manip, which uh, obviously if you fail that first one, yeah, it's got the opportunity to then trigger that going off as well. So that with a maximum manip would be quite good. Would um, be quite good.
1: Twinned machine spirits, which is an upgrade, uh, twenty points per Titan, and it allows you to count them as squadroned. So you could squadron two warlords in a Myrmidon maniple and they can tra- they can merge their void fields,
0: uh, which is pretty sick. I'm not sure how that works, because obviously avoiding war, if they're in war... Do they have to be then still together? What do you mean? Like As in, do you still have to fight? I you follow the rules of being like base to base to be able to yeah, yeah, combine so, the void shields?
1: Yeah, I imagine so. It but just makes them a squadron.
0: Yeah, which they wouldn't normally be accessed to.
1: Yeah, so... You give it to, like I say, using the example of the Myrmidon Maniple, two Warlords, it's, what, 20 points each? They become a squadron, they stand base to base, merge their voids, and then I presume just shoot everything off the face of the table?
0: Combine, combine that with a new Fortis uh, Maniple. That is true. But we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, oh, oh this, is, this is one I like, the Janus pattern missiles. Essentially, yeah. you can split fire with your... Uh, uh, your um, Apocalypse missile launchers and choose you. But as long as one of the attack dice goes against your original target, the others could be targeted at other places.
1: You've always wanted to do that, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like that, but, you know, I can't do that because that's not on my lead, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can a jump ships, spin?
0: I am very tempted by the volcanum of and their colour schemes are really nice. Once again, it's another one that Steph would like because what I like about the colour schemes is that they have, along with the 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 two, um, Legio thing going on. They've actually got two different color schemes, because they've got this black with teal. I don't know you know secondary color. Yeah. And then they've got a green primary with black secondary color on on the other one.
1: Well, yeah. I mean the black and gold. I think is their main, but then like yeah, it's accented with green and teal. Yeah. Which is really. But then, nice. on one of them, the
0: green is the the primary color because mm. it's got more you know, on the Reaver it's got more the arm plating with green whereas on the, the Warlord there it's got more black than it has uh, the other colour
1: watch that be a printing
0: error <laughs> <laughs> just put the wrong Titan
1: <laughs> you know how you like um, red and black yeah I don't like it on that why do you not like I it I don't know I think it's a bit too
0: sorry this is talking on. we've just moved on to Legio Interfector, which is the last of the Ligio, uh, Titan Legios in this book and they've got this black colour scheme with the de- the edging all in red all in red. Well everything. I think different. I think that's what puts me off is the fact that it's just all the it's all the amount of red on there looks a bit
1: I like it. It's black plates with red trim and yeah. then there's, there's white flames.
0: I don't know why I don't like it. Because I traditionally always like red and black, but for some reason I don't know, I'm not a fan of that. It looks a bit I I can't, I literally can't It put looks a,
1: like Too Fast, Too Furious, Titan edition.
0: Yes, I think that's the part of it. I think that, or it's kind of like some weird, uh, like 80s, in fact, you know what it reminds me of? What? Um, in, uh, a, have you seen, um, oh, Beverly Hills Cop?
1: Yeah.
0: You know, he's walking down the street.
1: Yeah.
0: And he sees the two guys that are dressed up in what, at the time, would have been Michael Jackson outfits. Oh, it's the, it's the Thriller jacket. It's the thriller jacket. It's the thriller jacket. And now, now I've seen it, I, I cannot unsee that now. It's the thriller jacket that I got, that, that, that uh, Legio's colour scheme
1: is. Right, so it's Legio Interfector, and it's the Murder Lord. <laughs> I've got a cool name. <laughs> Murder Lords is a legit name. That is a cool name. So their Legion trait is Creeping Madness. Uh, creeping madness. I can't talk. Have you noticed this? You, I'm,
0: yeah, I've noticed this. I'm in no
1: state to podcast. Um, so basically, when you move. Uh, the player chooses whether they want to roll on the madness table or not, Um, which can result in the titan just initiating a charge order, Uh, the titan going on to first fire for no particular reason. Static scream, all titan and Night banners, both friend and foe within 12 inches of the titan, must remove their orders unless they're on shutdown. (laughs) What?! (laughs)
0: Yeah, I don't know, what, don't know what... So, madness is taking root within the ranks of the Legion Interfector. Those princeps not purged by the Warmaster have been driven insane by the knowledge of their deeds, turning into desperation to the voices whispering in their mind. I mean... Yeah, these guys sound bonkers, but literally... Yeah, they're spoopy boys, for sure. They, they have definitely gone full-on, oh, shit, and these guys are walking around in Warlord Titans. that's uh, well, they're, not, all, they're not all in Warlord Titans. Well, no, but, you know, if you've got someone crazy walking around in Warlord Titans, that's not a good combo, is it, really? Uh, we didn't actually read much of these walls did we? We kind of saw that madness thing that moved yeah. on. Oh, no! Static rounds is what things You uh... static rounds just seems a bit
1: ridiculous, really. I think yeah, that's going to be uh, that's going to be quite interesting. So it's a, it's a fifteen point upgrade. It's for Reavers and Warhounds, and it's loaded into their Vulcan Mega Um So it modifies the version of the rapid fire trait in the firing when it's firing the Mega Bolter. Against a target with an active void shield, each hit rolled on a five or six causes two hits rather than one, unless you required a natural six to hit in the first place. Yeah. Um, it has no additional effects against targets without active void fields. So basically, it's just stripping void fields.
0: I mean, essentially, what you can do is go put a, you know a couple of warhounds with nothing but Vulcan mega bolters, upgrade them with these, and then just go. I'm going to go and just delete your void shields. Simple as that.
1: Yeah. What does the rapid fire trait do?
0: Uh, off the top sorry, of the sorry, the rapid trait. I can't remember off the bed. I have an actual book here. This is why we need Dan. Where's Dan? Because we need the we need the encyclopedic knowledge of Dan, don't we? Or what we should have done is talked about this a bit more in advance and actually bought the main robot with us to talk about. A tab as
1: well. Yeah, probably. That would have been smart. But then again, we're not smart. It's just yeah. <laughs> I'm no. <smart>. S-M-R-T. <laughs> So that's the that's the last of the legios. Well I was gonna talk a little bit more about their stratagems. Okay, yeah, go for it. Their other strat well, they've got two stratagems, both cost cost one and two, like the others. hmm I I haven't do anyone have like three cost stratagems?
0: Um not that I know off the top of my head, but then generally I don't So purchase stratagems.
1: Portents of Doom is their two cost. So you purchase this this stratagem by the Legio Interfector player. Reveal this strategy during the strategy phase. An enemy Titan or Knight Banner within 12 of a Legio Interfector Titan may not be issued orders this round. That's good. 12
0: inches is quite a close point of book If you're within 12 inches of a Titan, that's good because it means you're not gonna be able, they're not going to be able to issue a Charger order.
1: Yeah. Um, and the other one seems to be... Uh, oh, I can't see it. Yeah, this is an interesting one. I don't know how that one works.
0: So, um, right. So when you um, have to test on the reactor, right? Uh, there's oh, one for of a, the one, awakened one machine One of them which uh, one of the results is the awakened machine spirit. So when you, no, sorry, when you would have had to roll on the awakened machine spirit table. So if you awaken the machine spirit and don't fail the command check to stop it from being awakened. Right, so then, then, you, then, then you, you play do. this
1: stratagem, Yeah. and instead of making the roll on the table, you fire all of the Titan's weapons once.
0: Yeah, regardless, yeah. at the closest model, regardless of friend or foe.
1: So that's kind of reminiscent of the old-school Chaos Dreadnought fire frenzy stuff.
0: I never played against Chaos Dreadnoughts, but it sounds like it. But essentially, yeah. the Titan goes mad and she just fires off everything at the, uh, the nearest thing, regardless of whether it's your mate or not. See this. In fact, is... It reminds me of the dreadnoughts, the old chaos dreadnoughts.
1: That's what I said. The chaos Dreadnoughts. You said chaos titan. Oh my bad. That's I meant. What I, I meant chaos Dreadnoughts.
0: Yeah, the chaos, the old chaos dreadnought thing in forty
1: k. Yeah. So their whole shtick is being crazy. Essentially, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the the traits and the stratagems really have that feel to them.
0: Yeah, like like I said before, a lot of these legio rules aren't. I'm not looking at you know. i not. Look, I never look at one of these legios and go, holy shit, that's like overpowered. It's very characterful. Yeah. And, you know, some of these things you might not want to take, but if you take it, it could be really good fun. I mean, not like that last one you just talked about. If that kicks off against an enemy Titan and you just get another round of shooting for free... Yeah. Superb. But if it just happens that you've got another Titan that's one of yours
1: that's closer, boom, you might have just lost a Titan to your own shooting. The personal traits for Ligio Interfecto are really interesting as well. So... Dark fanatic, for example, so the first time they suffer a catastrophic damage, roll a d10. On a 6, 7, 8 or 9, it's ignored and has no effect. That's it. But then at the other end of the spectrum, hollowed out, the Princeps Titan does not add 2 to its command checks for being Princeps seniors However, the Princeps Titan ignores all damage results from the head.
0: Okay, so it's got that, yeah, that's good
1: so it's almost like the titans oh no, all damage matter. effects resulting
0: from critical damage to the helmet to the, the head, head sorry yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, however going back to that Dark Fanatic it's interesting the fact that on a roll of D10 it's a very specific number of results
1: yeah, 6, 7,
0: 8 or 9 rather than it being just like a 6 up mm. so on a roll, or a roll of anything or 1 to 5 or a 10 <laughs> it just goes wrong
1: again raving madman which is the the third one, when rolling a D10, such as to determine the first player's turn, or when making a command check, in the princess's battle group, uh, princeps. Princeps?
0: You are failing
1: at all. The princess's battle group. <laughs> um, count any roll of a nine as a six, or oh, a six God. as a nine. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on there? Don't know what's going on there. They are literally all about being mad, aren't they? they sound like they're really fun though they sound like the sort of thing that would be perfect for you if I didn't want to play loyalists then yeah (laughs) I also really like that scheme I think you could do that scheme slightly differently I think just less of the
0: trim or you know I don't know I don't know know what it is because you like the white flames as well don't you I
1: really like them white flames that's quite interesting I think it's
0: because it's all the edging and there's the amount of edging that are on with all Titans. Like, I mean, the Warhound
1: doesn't look so bad. Yeah, I was about to say, if you look at the Warhound, where there's less of the... The trim. The trim. I think it's purely
0: because it's gone. they've just arbitrarily gone, all trim is red. And that's
1: overdone it too much. Yeah. But I mean, that uh, Titan is also called the Abhorrent, so... Right. Maybe you're not meant to like it. That's fair. But, yeah. So, should we talk about the Knights... Well, that's the... Oh, no, we've got
0: the maniples, the yeah, new maniples. Look, two, only two new maniples in this book. I mean, like I've said, this, this book is primarily for focusing on knights, so the fact that they've put in Titan Nijo stuff is quite cool, because it means you've got something for everyone there. Mm. Uh, you've got the two maniples in this one only. Uh, the Fortis battle maniples. Now, I'm hype, but also cautious about this one.
1: Why? What's wrong with you? Oh, because
0: the the mandatory requirements is uh, a Warlord and two Reavers, which, to me, is kind of like a classic Titan collection, as it were. Um,
1: You can add another Warlord and another Reaver. Yeah, so basically you can have
0: two Warlords and three Reavers if you could fit them into the points.
1: Titanic Fortress, standing shoulder to shoulder... I'm just not going
0: to talk anymore. <laughs> Do you want me to say this I can't, I don't understand. So, the Maniple Tray of Titanic Fortress. Standing shoulder to shoulder, the Titans of a Fortis Battle Maniple shrug off devastating hits with overlapping void shields and locked armour plates. When a Titan in a Fortis Battle Maniple is in base contact with another Titan in the Maniple and neither Titan moved in the movement phase, the Titan ignores armour roll modifiers resulting from structural damage or being attacked in the flank or rear, uh, in addition, Titans and the Fortis Battle Maniple may merge their Void Shields. So, they don't need to be in a squadron. I mean, vord- that's, that's pretty fucking hench, to be it fair. It is. Uh, the, my caution is the fact that you've got to stand still. It becomes very static. However... Do you have to stand still? Because you can advance
1: and then just stand base to
0: base. No. It says if the, uh, in the Maniple, and neither time move in the movement phase.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. That's to gain, Now, that gains the benefit of... The um, not being uh, taking ignores armor or modifiers from sort of structural damage or being attacked in the flank or rear. However, in addition, tight into the battle, you don't need to stand still to merge avoid shields,
1: but you have to be base to base. To yes, base and, yeah. Yeah. so you could advance to an objective and then just bunker up. You could do, yep. Yeah. Uh, I think it's it's going to be quite situational.
0: The strength of not taking um, modifier arm roll modifiers from structural damage or flanks and rear is very strong. These are going to be very tanky, especially based on the the the, the requirements of what you can actually take in the in the in the maniple. Well, there's no warhounds in this at all. No. Uh, no option for them at all. But as a result, it's going to you can see this is a very static gunliney type force. Um, like even your reavers, you know they they quite they are reasonably fast on the table. Um, but I think the idea is that you got you know you got the two war you know as a Crytos player that I think this could be something that I might use. Um, I'm just not entirely sure you can actually get that many Titans into a just what is becoming a fairly standard game size of seventeen fifty.
1: But I think the seventeen fifty game size is dictated by the like the models that were out and the mana pools. Because um, I I've seen people posting saying seventeen fifty is not enough points to play like with two maniples if you want no yeah, absolutely not to no like yeah
0: that. you know like, as I've been working out you know I can't, I, all I can get is um, based on Myrmidon, I've been getting two warlords a reaver and two warhounds so essentially if 1750 it's two warlords two reavers or two warlords a reaver and uh, yeah. two warhounds so, so it's, really, it's the, key, the key thing is the two warlords yeah. now bearing around the grandmaster set is pretty much anyone who got that has got two warlords you want to be using the, the, the models that you've got but as soon as you stick two warlords into a into a, an, into a mana pool it will very much restrict you but yeah I, I think it's it's good but it's a very um, one dimensional playstyle.
1: yeah but I mean, that'll, that'll suit be, some people it'd be fun for like an escalating campaign
0: yeah no but bearing in mind going back to what we said right at the start of this one where you take that as your mana pool yeah. you've got your warlords together and then take reinforcements from another legio that have got that don't need to be in that mana pool
1: Oh, you're going back to the mix in legios, yeah? yeah no, that's, and, you know, like you
0: know, you take you know, you take maybe a, your warlord and two reavers in that. Uh, they bunker up into a, a gun line, and then you take some you know, the rest as warhounds that can go charging off using the benefits of whatever legios or work for a uh, warhounds to yeah. go hunting.
1: No, that's a good idea.
0: So, uh, so that's
1: the so moving on to the next one, which is the ferox like Maniple. This seems like more your shtick. Me. Yep. Well, the the two... Uh, so the mandatory components is one Reaver, two Warhounds, with the additional of a we one Reaver or one additional Warhound. You can say Weaver. Weaver. <laughs> I tell you what, I don't know what's going on. I deliberately didn't take Painkillers before... <laughs> Maybe you should have done that. Maybe I should have. <laughs> so what's the... So the bonuses for the uh, Ferox Manipal... These are about getting in close.
0: Yeah. These are about getting in close. Um... They even say, you know, about, this is about excelling at close-quarters combat. So, uh, uh, however, that doesn't necessarily mean actual cl- getting in close combat, because it states that when a Titan in a Ferox my light manipul makes attacks against a target that is no further away than its scale in inches, uh, i.e. within 10 for a warlord, which... That's interesting, because they use the example of a 10 for a warlord, which can't be in this mana
1: No, I think they're just talking uh, yeah. about um, so scale. Eight. So 8 for a reaver,
0: etc. They, they add 1 to any armour rolls they cause... Titans and a Ferox-like manipul may also choose to use either their weapon skill or ballistic skill when within two inches of an enemy. I think that's quite good. Very characterful. Um, you know, especially uh, Reavers. I think the, the key thing there is that it's odd, because Warhounds don't currently have any actual close combat weapons.
1: But if they're within their um, scale, yeah. they can. for example, using um, Vulcan heavy bot- their Vulcan mega bolters they're adding one to any armour rolls they cause.
0: I think, if anything, it'd be better off on uh, things like turbo lasers, turbo laser blast structures and uh, plasma guns. Although, if adding one to their strength then starts making heavy bolters more of a threat against knights, that could be good.
1: What's
0: the armour roll, though? The uh, armour roll, this is, I think, essentially, when you see if you actually damage them.
1: Right. It's been so long since I've. Because when when the game first came out, I read the rules. I watched everyone play at a club. And then. And then I was like, cool, I'm not going to get a Grandmaster box because it's a trap. Also, I've just moved house and I'm poor. That's legit. <laughs> so, like, I've forgotten everything I learned.
0: Do you know which. Who's. The, what is that Legio in the example on the Ferox Light Maniple? Do you know? It's Crucius. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. That does look nice, actually, doesn't it? Like the, the Reaver on the top left there. Like it's got like the grey leg armour as well. Anyway, so yeah, that pretty much covers all the the Titan Legio stuff in uh, the Doom of Molek. So onto the, the the households, the knights, which is what uh, this book's mostly all about. Um,
1: which is confusing for me because I've not learned how knights work. You know? Uh, I
0: know a little about how they work mainly because they kicked my ass and destroyed all my Titans in the game. <laughs> Um, but this is more about uh, I think we're going to concentrate more rather than worrying about too much about how what the rules of knights are in this book um, and what have changed or such but this is they will look more and more how you build or create a, a household to play this and obviously this is something different now up until this point you've only been using titans and then adding um, what they call support banners that's quite key that is in this um, of knights and you've had so far you've had uh, you've got your Quistoris and your um, what was the other one the Sarastas banners yeah, so the far. Banners. Uh They've been representing very much a collection of knights that have come together that are supporting the Legios. And what this is, this is about the original ha- the, the households, the you know the knights fighting as a one as a as a fighting force of their own without Titans. I assume I don't know. It didn't. I don't remember seeing anything about whether you can take knight uh, Titans as support. As allies? Um,
1: I, I haven't seen
0: that. I've not seen anything to say that you can or can't.
1: Um I don't know how in, alliancing alliancing allies. I don't know how a lying That doesn't even sound right. A lying. No, doesn't allying? sound right. a
0: lying. It's one of those words when you say it out loud and actually listen to yourself saying it, it doesn't sound right, but right. it's actually true. I'm ringing down. Yeah, we I think we should stop now and just I think we should and, just anyway. Uh but anyway, this is about uh we're assuming that you know, assume that you're not taking any titans in this, this is about fielding essentially all knights in a in your army. Um, starting off with assembling your household force, uh, you've got some new terms in here. You've got your uh, lances, you've got free blades, you've got household banners. Uh, the key thing here is that, as a bare minimum, you need to have at least one lance that is made up of three household banners. Now... From what we've been reading, a household banner is different to what we've been used to. Uh, as I said, the, a support banner is different to a household banner. Whereas a support banner is essentially a collection of knights with all sorts of different weapons on there if you want to. A household banner, key thing here is that uh, they must all be equipped in the same way so um,
1: as we were discussing earlier though it has is their primary weapons that need to be the same
0: well it didn't actually specify prime weapons that was well, what was
1: confusing you, me but they say it must be armed the same way yeah uh, so, so then it me, later goes on to talk about the like additional
0: there are no obligations for all the knights of the household or barn to take the same optional grades which yeah. is where it gets a bit last so, way, I think the wording is a bit weird there but the, what we're assuming is that so your normal um, armed weapons for example are a chain sword and a battle cannon all of the knights in that man in that household banner need to be armed with a chainsaw and a battle cannon of that banner. You can have up to th- you've got to have at least three household banners in a lance, uh, of which the banners you need to have at least two of the same type. That was right, wasn't it? So you've yeah. got to have either all Quistoris, or you can have two Quistoris and one Serastus you can't have one of each. Now, you may agree, those who are canny there might have thought, well, hang on, there's only two available at the moment. They do actually specify later on that there's a Arcastus as an option. So they're obviously going to be releasing Arcastus Knights as well, uh, as a type.
1: I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's a reference to Knights Perferion in here as well somewhere. Oh, really? Is that not what the Arcastus is? No, it isn't the Arcastus... It's the Arcastus Perferion. Yeah,
0: no, I'm retarded. The is the type of yeah, knight. Yeah. The Arcastus is the um, the class of knight, I think. So well, you need the new uh, super... Uh, the new one that they previewed... At, um, oh,
1: the retarder knight?
0: Yeah, the retarded knight. That is still an Arcastus knight, but it's just got a different weapon set up. Yeah,
1: I, was, I confused that. I noticed that when I first looked through it, and I was like, oh, I'll mention that to you before we start recording, <laughs> and then didn't. But yeah,
0: so the... Um, so a lance, so going back to the... So You'll have a lance... Uh, which has uh, three household banners in there. Household banners can be either all Christo- or uh, all of the same type. Or if you're going to mix up some, uh, mix up with different ones in there, you've got to have at least two of the same type. So either currently two cristoris and a Serastus or two Serastus and a cristoris, with a, what looks like an option for Arcastus coming later. Uh, then they talk about free blades. Now free blades, are, don't fit. They, I think they're like your, you're they're your allies, aren't they? They're not, they're not within the household. Yeah,
1: like if we're talking from a law point of view, they're like, um, not the household. Westing
0: knights, kind of thing. or they've lost their, they're the last surviving member yeah. of their house, and they've just kind of gone off on their own. Uh, but these are more like your support banner, or what we know to be the support banners, in that they are uh, a unit of knights that are, you know, got equipment as you, as 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 you see fit, essentially for that one. Uh, but they cannot be formed into a lance. Um, Lances have all their own special rules as such, but they, um, well, the key thing is that they essentially activate at the same time. Uh, so I think you pretty much give the order to the lance. Uh, now, bear in mind, we're kind of spitballing these walls at the moment, <laughs> because neither of us are experts on uh, knights, exactly. So we've had, a, we've had about 20 minutes to read through these walls. So, from what we've gathered, um, when you give an order to a lance, you give the order to the lance, and then they all activate at the same time. They all activate as their individuals. But in the terms of the way the orders work, you activate them, all the banners within that lance, before your opponent gets activated.
1: Yeah, so if you break it down into like steps, so you activate the lance, the first banner inside the lance moves... Or does its thing? Does its does what it's ordered to do. Then the second banner in the lance does its thing, yeah. and then the third banner. But there's the there's the pull out for, um, if you want one of the banners to do something like different to the lance order, it has to do it in initiative step. So I assume that is passing an initiative test.
0: I don't know because I don't remember there being initiative tests.
1: Let me find it. Or yeah. whether it's if the order is not. It's not successfully given, each banner within the lance must act on its own initiative... Oh, right, no, I see what they're saying.
0: Essentially, I think it... Yeah, I'm not sure, but that's something that Dan would be... So,
1: not all banners in the lance need to be issued the lance order. For example, within one lance of three banners, full stride can be issued as a lance order to two of the banners, leaving the third to act on its own initiative or be issued a different order as the controlling player wishes. I think act on its own initiative is is do whatever it wants. Yeah, But it's worded in such a way to make me think that.
0: The only only thing I can think of that it might mean there, and this is is a typical example of our lack of knowledge of the rules, where Dan would be like, shut up, guys, and let me talk about this. Whether that means that the Lance Orders would do their stuff, and then the initiative goes to the, the opponent, and then the remaining banner can then do its thing later in the turn... I'd guess that's how it works. But don't quote us on that one. Obviously, people out there are probably going, what are these guys talking about? They've not got a clue what's going on. I mean,
1: that's why it's funny that it's me (laughs) and
0: you doing it. Yeah, because we have the least experience of all of (laughs) us. But
1: you also got to think there's a lot of people that are going to be picking this book up that also don't understand how nights work. If anything, you're
0: just kind of saying these things makes people go, I need to read that to make sure that's correct.
1: I mean, one of the things that really bugs me, right, and this is I'm not taking shots at other podcasts, at least not heresy ones, because it happens in, like, the Kill Team podcast and stuff like that. The person that is talking about it assumes everyone has the same level of knowledge that they do. Oh, yeah. So when they're like, oh, such and such a skill is pointless, don't use it. Why? Yeah. Because on paper that skill looks really good. I want to justify yeah. why that doesn't Show work. Show your
0: thinking, essentially. Or like,
1: oh, um, you, you just take Marine X and Marine Y because... Because they're good. Because what? Yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I mean. So no. at least when me and you are sat here going, I don't fucking understand that. Next time Dan's here, he can be like, "You're a pair of idiots." This well, is but that's is exactly
0: work. the sort of thing that during a game, I would. You know, that's where I would meet. You know, if I was at an event, for example, you know, yeah. that sort of thing, I would want to get someone who knows more about the roles than me to kind of come in and, and clarify it because it, it's just a wording on paper at the moment. Uh, and I and, you know as we've admitted. We're not big, you know. Even in this game, you know, we're not big on the night side of it anyway. So uh, we're kind of just bumbling our way through. Um, yeah, so essentially, your your night households are made up of lances, uh, which are in turn made up of household banners, and then you can add free blades to them. Now, obviously, the lances, you know, as we've established, it, they essentially do everything all together. They're like a, a coordinated force that's doing something. Now, obviously, within the points of a game, up against titans, you can have like to have multiple uh, multiple lances. I, I don't see anything that's saying that it's got to be made up of just three banners.
1: Well, everything that refers to a lance says three banners. Three banners, but... And here we are. A lance must consist of three banners. It's within it the
0: design. Min- is it... No, no, must consist of three banners. Okay, well, there you go. So, essentially, you've got this kind of uh, trifecta going on at all the time, haven't you?
1: I mean, the other interesting thing is, like, the, ban- the banners, each knight inside the banner... Must remain within three inches of another knight in the in its banner. Yeah, and then and then one knight from each banner must be within six of another knight. That was another you've got, banner. You've got banner
0: inside coherency the lance. and lance coherency. Yeah. So you can't. Uh, this was something that I was worried about actually when I heard about Lance's coming. And in fact, this is this is I've got massive deja vu there. Um,
1: it's probably because we said it about twenty minutes before we started recording.
0: Oh no, this is getting scarier, déjà vu. Because now I'm going to talk about uh, Alan and when he had his knights when they first came out in forty k. Anyway, I'm moving on. What? But, yeah, <laughs> uh, I I think we had a discussion in forty k where knights in, in multiple knights on the board in forty k should have a coherency. Like there are like they are a banner.
1: I mean that's dumb. But yeah,
0: but I don't know why it's reminding me of that. But, uh, the, anyway. the
1: whole if they if they have, to have a coherency then templates are scary as fuck.
0: If you've got okay so even at the bare minimum you've got three knights in a um in a banner using based on a christoris you're gonna have nine knights in a lance yeah. now you know you can hide these but you're not gonna be able to hide all of them very easily and when you've got five inch blast templates going out there that can pretty much insta kill these guys uh that's gonna take a bit of uh bit of work to keep them keep them alive and that's Assuming a minimum... size, I mean, if you went for a Sarastus, you can have them... They start off at two.
1: They do so start off So you two.
0: could have just, a, you know, a specific Sarastus lance that's just six guys, if, if need be. But we just see how, what their survivability is going to be like. Um, based on the fact that you've got more knights on the table.
1: I think it becomes then... It's a target-rich environment, isn't it? Really,
0: it's like, going to become a like the equivalent of say orcs in forty k. You know, you can kill as many as you like, but as long as enough get there to do the job, yeah, that's going to be the way. I think they're going to be their tactic is that you're going to you know maximize these knight banners to essentially assume that you're going to have um, ablative wounds.
1: I mean, as it stands at the minute, there's only lancers and the normal questorius knights, right?
0: And and Trastus. Sarastas are... they're The, the Lancers are Sarastas Knights. Yeah, that's Lance. what I mean.
1: So the only Sarastas Knights that are out... Yeah, are the Lancers, Lancers,
0: yeah. But so they have got rules for the other types, like the Archeron and stuff. They've not got the models for them yet.
1: Oh, where are the rules for those?
0: On the banner card. Oh,
1: right, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good to know.
0: Um, right, so... This is why you're seeing people 3D printing the, the the bits to be able to use them. Oh,
1: I just thought people were 3D printing because they have 3D printers.
0: No, that is also what happens, but yeah... Um, yeah, the people are have been making the parts so like you know like the chainsword and the flamer yeah. for an Archeron. Uh, assuming that's how you pronounce it, there because uh, you have actual rules for them on the on the, in the Sarastes Knight rule set. Right. Okay. But yeah, lances are currently the only model that's officially available at the moment.
1: From an official play point of view. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you only really have to think about what the biggest problem for your knights is at the time. Yeah. So like the lancers hit like trains. So dealing with them as a priority um is a thing. But as we start to see more knight diversity like when the porphyrians and things start coming out um and especially some of the more mechanicum type knights that have crazy weapons. Yep. Yeah. Like I think then this type of list will have more tools, like actual viability. I mean, at the minute, yeah, it's cool. I think I said when the when the game first came out, if I could run a full night household, I would. But for me, a full night household is having Perferians and having the, all the tools, you know, having all the, tools all the models available.
0: Yeah, it's almost like the, it seems a bit early for this book to have come out.
1: Yeah, or they're about to drop a shitload of nights on us, which I won't mind because new models are awesome. Yeah. But it's not something they really mentioned at the, the weekend. Calendar.
0: No, everyone kind of asked the question of what's coming out and, you know, are you going to do preferings? And they were all like, yeah, we'll we'll do them.
1: I mean, the other thing is, have they rushed out this book because there's demand? It's not rushed out, sorry, um, because that implies that it's badly done. What I mean is, have they seen the demand for ti- the Titanicus game and moved up their pr- production schedule on the books? And Possibly. said, we've got this idea for... Moloch, let's do the book, and then they can have their knight households and stuff, and it's introducing new Titans. I mean, at the end of the
0: day, you, you know, people, you know, you can build, easily build a household out of what you've got available. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah, it, you, can, you know, definitely. if you've got a Grandmaster set, you've got two sets of knights in there, you know, you've got the box set, so they've already released the uh, the Lancers, as you say. Uh, it's just there's not a lot of options at the moment you know, to, available to them, but you, you can start building them, which is why I am just wondering whether you could... Add say a reaver as an ally.
1: I don't know. Maybe that as an individual. I'm not sure how, like I say, how yeah. a, a lying works. But um. But then surely, I don't know. Maybe you can add knights to a Titan Legion.
0: Well, so. exactly. I mean, I think it'd be more a matter of uh, looking at the more specific rules for uh, arm building than it is uh, on yeah. these. But, uh, but yeah. So then there's a lot of rules obviously that are specific to uh, you know like how you damage them, attacking with them. Uh, and, you know, charging. Charging was the key one we mentioned earlier. Is that they've changed the way the charging works? Yes, that's that a,
1: that's a complete replacement, I, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to read that out
0: fully because obviously it's quite a, you know, it's a, it's a big, it's not necessarily a big thing, but it is a change to the the way that the nights work. So uh, that what they've said the following change charge order is all night. Um, it's for all night banners and replaces the one on page forty two of the Satanicus rule book. Charge. In the movement phase, all knights within a banner acting under charge orders may move up to their full speed and are considered to have a 360 front arc as normal, but they cannot make any turns. However, once they have finished moving, each knight that is within range can immediately make either a smash attack against units that are of the same scale or smaller scale than themselves, or an attack with a weapon that has the melee trait regardless of scale. So they can't make a smash attack against any Titans, because they're going to be of a bigger scale.
1: Um, oh right now I know what that goes there's a guy on one of the Titanicus pages was adamant that the, the, the new charge rules said that tanks were coming
0: because there's a, a scale smaller than knights
1: yeah but I assume that the smash rule is also something knights can do, uh, titans can do right I would
0: assume, so i never used it but yeah Yeah, uh, so it's a
1: carry through of the rule
0: more likely, but I mean it, it, we can't, I don't think we can rule out the possibility of tanks coming because it's just adding a new level of getting to the game. I honestly don't. Don't think we'll see infantry, but I think we might see super heavies. I really don't want to. I don't want to either. So
1: what I would rather see them do is redo Epic and say you can use our Titan, ki- our Titans in Epic as standalone Titans. Yeah, absolutely. Rather than pour in tanks into Depth of Titanicus. Yeah,
0: I mean people have done it. They've done this. You know, there's there's the fan made rules out there for doing that. Which, right.
1: which is fine. All if am fan, personally fan-made stuff is fan made stuff. I'd be happy if there weren't knights in it. I quite like the fact knights are in it. I don't want to use them. Yeah. Well, I we, I don't want to use them in a Titan legio. I would happily run a knight household. So
0: keep them separate, as it were. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I, I can might, see yeah, why can they're,
0: see they're in that, it. Yeah. Like, they're... <laughs> yeah, I, I can see why they're in it. They're, they're a good support element to knight, to, to titans. But if you took them out completely, then does that take anything away from the game?
1: A, a sense of scale, a bit.
0: But we're talking about gigantic robots walking across the battlefield shooting each no, other. No, I don't anyway. I
1: don't mean scale of oh. I mean like scale of the, the range of models. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so like, yeah, in terms of
0: additional range of models, yeah. It
1: makes sense that the knights came out in the in like the early wave of stuff because it's something it's a small investment money wise to get a box of knights. You paint them up. It's like a s like a slow grow way True. to do it. Opposed to the way I I'm doing it, which is like, oh, I've got like two boxes of warhounds and a, a reaver and a warlord that are impeded, like not uh, on the sprue. So I can see the appeal in buying a box of knights, and just having a fully like built banner essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think if they if they'd just gone right, here's two warlords and. If the model was ready, a reaver, in the grandmaster. I suppose edition. it would have
0: been less less variation than we've yeah. already got. Yeah, my yeah. yeah. okay, iPhone. Anyway, I'm not. Uh, so carrying on with the rule. So uh, we just talked about. So just said that of a smash attack uh, with a weapon that has melee trait against a goddess of the scale. Each full three inches, the banner moved before attacking. One knight may add one to the dice value of one of its weapons. For example, if a banner of Knights move four inches, one knight may add one to the dice value of a single weapon. If, however, the banner moves six inches, one knight may add two to the dice value of a single weapon, or two knights Two knights might... Be, oh, right, two knights might each add one to the dice value of a single weapon. So, you either pick one guy, and he gets all the bon- bonuses, or you take the accumulated bonuses and spread Just it spread out. It I think before, whether this was a misunderstanding on my behalf or whether this was just done wrong I think what people were doing was you you when you got like say three, a 6 inch charge mm-hmm. you add 2 to all the attacks
1: right
0: which is why I think you were just, they were just decimating titans now if it's just one guy okay, you pick the guy that may have taken a power fist and add 2 to his or you you know if you've got a whole bunch of chainsaws you then spread it out uh, note that this option exists because support banners, be they free blade or otherwise, may include knights that are armed differently. Uh, obviously, you've got your household banners that are all armed the same.
1: So, yeah, the support banners aren't lamps,
0: are they? No, because some, so, the support banners are what's in supporting Titan Aegios. Yeah. So, so you,
1: you don't have support
0: have... banners within this household, these households. Well, you do. You have free blades, which are the closest equivalent. So, oh yeah, yeah. sorry. Support, right. Like but, I said, there's very specific about support yeah. banners being
1: a different so thing. So the free blades, because you can't put them in a lance, you can't have a lance of free blades. No, they've essentially fulfilled the same role as the support banners in a tight. Yes, legio, that's right. the way I look at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, they've got some uh, other more minutiae rules on how to free blades. Uh, well, you've also got things like coordinated strike orders, which are you know quite you're probably going to be where your, your your knight banners are gonna come into their own um but yeah uh and then you go on to like your leaders so the leaders are the you got your uh, you got um you know but nob- nobility which is obviously what knights are all about They're, these are meant to be the recreation of your knights in shining armor back in the the days of um of um, Arthur and whatnot. I think your, uh, I think your, your lovely fiance just returned
1: Yeah, I don't know what she's doing. She's messing about. With Taking her know.
0: shoes off, it. So you have things like high sirens, which are uh, running the individual lances. So uh, you obviously they're the guys that run the collection of banners. Uh, they have their own uh, special rules. Uh, they gain plus one traction point for each high that's represented in the battle in the force overall i going to
1: pause it. No, it's fine. I just, I just came
0: not open the fucking door! So, yeah, nobility. You've got the high scions. High scions essentially are the guys that run a lance. Uh, if you have for each one of these, you gain plus one um, strassion point for each high scion that represented the force. And they've also got a rule, a rule called warrior born. High sighting is a mighty warrior. Knights in their banner may re-roll rolls of a wandering using their weapon skill. That's pretty good.
1: That is pretty good. Uh,
0: then you've got the Seneschal. Now, Seneschal, which I've always, in support banners, is the guy essentially what I treat as the sergeant of the support banner. But Seneschal is the guy that run, it essentially runs the entire household. So your entire force on the, on the battlefield is controlled by a Seneschal. Now he's got his own special rules. Once again, they've got Strategist, but for the uh, Senator being on the table, you get plus two Strashering Points. Uh, he His uh, lance is part of, or sorry, the banner that he's part of, may reroll ones uh, using it of Blister Skill and Weapon Skill.
1: And no more. Hmm? May reroll using their Blister Skill or Weapon Skill.
0: Yes, uh, only rerolls of a one. So do you have to select that before, or is that. Just the rule that he brings to so basically, your Seneschal joins; uh, is part of a banner, Right.
1: Uh,
0: and that banner gets to re-roll hits of the one when using their Blister skill or weapon skill.
1: All oh, right, okay, yeah. so it's not you don't have to be like
0: pick one, right? No, it's okay, just cool. yeah, they just a generic rule. Um, I mean, bear in mind this is just the you know the, the these rules. There's other rules that, uh, that come as well. For, like for example, while the Seneschal is part of uh, of the banner, add three to the result of any command checks for it. Um you've got to make it clear which one of the models. So this is this is a great opportunity for people to model individual character models now. Yeah. Um, you know, to be something different. Uh you've got the Baron Baronial Court, I think that's the way you pronounce that. Yeah, Baronial. Uh the so his banner, uh, that the Central is part of, can be uh equipped like a support banner or like a free blade banner, so they can have anything they like in terms of weaponry. So essentially you're gonna have your, your standard units of uh, knights throughout uh, the army and then you've got these choice like free blades and the Seneschal's Baronial Court that are going to be your specialists that have got mixed mixed weaponry in there yeah. uh, whether that's a good thing or not I don't know You know, I, I still think that even with support banners that having all of the same weaponry is probably better than random mix but each their own and it's more of a modelling thing I think Uh, Noble Sacrifice, if the Seneschal is removed as a result of a targeted attack... ...the controller player rolls a a d6. On a 6, the Seneschal is saved by the sacrifice of one of the knights in the banner.
1: So is that just look out, sir?
0: Pretty much, yeah. Which I'm guessing that he needs to be on the table... ...to gain a lot of these benefits that you're getting. Uh, Then you've got the Battle Standard. So you can actually model one of these guys with a standard. Um, As long as the knight carrying the Battle Standard is part of the banner... ...any banner or lance within 12 inches of that knight may re-roll any failed command checks to see if the banner becomes shaken. Uh, that's a 50-point upgrade, though. And then you've got things like... Then you move on to things like knightly qualities. Now, knightly qualities is essentially your equivalent of your Prince, Epsenorist-type skills. Yeah. Uh, they've got a generic knightly quality um, uh, table there you can roll or choose from. you then got household stratagems. Uh, I think the stratagems are going to be key for these armies because they're going to be... What helps to well, things like smoke screens, fire support, bombardments.
1: I mean, outflank. Outflank, that's yeah, really
0: outflank well. for that can even be on a free blade banner. Uh, so your free blades are like your scouting units. You know, they're going, they they're, they're on their own. That you know, you can outflank them. The I think the stratagems are going to be a lot are, are going to be quite important with these uh, household armies for keeping yeah. things alive or adding support. Uh, I mean, your know, pockets missile strong point. That's something that is similar. Um, and then, then you've got your, you've um, got like a metered engagement uh, in there that's been modified for for for, use, for using knights. and then you have got your night houses, uh, which are for your, you know, similar to your um, your, your Titan Legios of of the, of well, the main force. These
1: are the the night houses of Moloch, right?
0: Yeah, night well, yeah, specifically to Mo, to Mo, to, Mo, to Moloch. Uh, is it Moloch or
1: Molech? Molo- I say Moloch. Moloch. So you've got, uh, you've got House Divine, which is the ones that are in the books.
0: Yes, that's what's in... Um, yeah, uh, the, the, this is what's on the front of cover as well. Uh, I think the key thing is that all these, they don't have like traits and additional weaponry or um, stratagems. All they seem to have is these knightly qualities,
1: Yeah.
0: which is for the Seneschal. No, no
1: For the High households, Sion. it's the High Scion or Seneschal. Yeah. Uh, can qualify to... ...to be generated from the table by rolling a d3. So... Does... I imagine... Hang on. I'll so check. where is the one on the... The, the, pay- the, the, one other, on? the other one was just for the high scion, wasn't no, it? No, well, that is also just a generic one. So was, that that for the, was that for the Seneschal
0: only? Though? Each Seneschal has knightly quality. Um, yeah, that's just for the Seneschal, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: so yeah. The, the household... At least the House Divine one... You can have high the high, high sign as well, as well, yeah.
0: Or whether that's if you only no has to bind high sign or center shoal.
1: Yeah, which is surely both, right?
0: Uh, I I wonder whether it's because if you well, why would you not take a center shoal? Yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: So it may, it makes sense that it yeah. would be both. But again, they're not they're not really like game breaking shenanigans. It's like when it, you make a command check to see if the lance become shaken um all banners within the centre Charles Lance add
0: plus one to the dice roll. So yeah, so basically these are where your characters are gonna your characters are gonna come into yeah. the uh, into the into your knight household is that uh you can either build a generic one of your own and, use, uh, and then use the tables in there or if you're gonna build one based around one of the knight houses of Moloch, Moloch uh you get these um these knightly qualities. Um so they've got uh House Divine, House Donar or Donar? That's kind of like a green and black um with red accents on there, isn't it? I mean
1: again, like the colour plates are really, really nice. Mm. Um but yeah, I mean the night houses is, is mostly just a bit of theme and some fluff. Yep. Uh, house Indra is pretty cool. That's that's green and yellow. That's uh Asheron though on the colour plate, so Oh it is, yeah. Mm.
0: Is it an Asheron? It's the other one, isn't it? I forget which one the Asheron is.
1: Is that's uh, from with
0: that the flamethrower. Oh,
1: that's a castigator,
0: sorry. That's it, a castigator. Yeah, oh. yeah. It even says there, House Indra, because I was just like castigator. Oh,
1: yeah,
0: if I just read... Red, if I use, use the read. Um, I mean, without going into too much detail, I like that they've got quite a bit of fluff with uh, each one of these. Um, more so than you would get for the Titan legio, you know, by the looks of it. At least yeah. the Titan legio you know, is in this book.
1: House Kashka looks pretty cool. That's like a blue and white... Um. One of their nightly qualities is called the drunken Lord. Right, that was the first thing I saw when I turned <laughs> to that page. Yes. When the Santa Charles Banner suffers a direct hit on a roll of a six, roll a d six on a roll of a five or six, the hit's ignored. However, the Santa Banner does not add three to its command checks. That's pretty cool.
0: That is quite cool. Yeah. Got, so basically, he's a, 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 a stumbling drunk. You can pronounce the next one because I definitely can't. How's cowshick? Is that it, cowshick? Right, that's what I'm going with, cowshick. Not cow shit.
1: No, I didn't say cow shit. It sounds like
0: you cow said cow shit. shit. Cow chic. Uh That's a, you know, like a split design with a like a like a sun horse green and a like a blue with orange flames. That's a mishmash of colours. That one is. Uh, yeah. And design. It's an odd one. Uh, it's got stone blind, iron of the earth, and hardened soul as they're not nightly qualities. I think a lot of these are going to be as, you know, as I said. Earlier, it's just going to be a very, more of a characterful thing. Yeah. So it doesn't really bring a lot of additions to the, by having a specific household.
1: I mean, there's one in here for Dan, which is the next one. House House.
0: Mamaragon. Mamaragon.
1: Mamaragon. 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 Yeah, these have
0: very much got a, very much an oceanic feel to them, haven't they?
1: Mamaragon. Mamaragon. Get out. It's your house, but you can get out of (laughs) it. (laughs) Yeah, they're like deep sea hunters, prince of the waves, reaver lord, sea lord.
0: Yeah, I see. Um, Dad may be changing his uh, night house again. Oh, what, away
1: from House Cesarian. <laughs> no, they are, owned now. Orange, are they
0: orange now. They're orange. They are orange and black now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they 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 very much look like they fit with the uh, style of what he was going for, isn't it? With the uh, oceanic thing there. And then we got House Tazcar. That's what I'm saying. It is.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna mm. go with that as well. I mean, they're orange and. You look know, that. That is Alan's. That's yeah. That's your that's, Alan, that's Alan's
0: household, right yeah, there.
1: Someone should tell him.
0: Dervish Lord, Kari Savage, Vizier of Blades. They almost sound like these are like a white scars. Yeah, actually, these would be perfect for. Oh
1: my god, they even are. They're like from the steps. They're like caravan nomads. Life on a uh,
0: life on the Tazcar step is hard and breeds hard people as a result. These are basically. I wonder if this is why. If can't. he if he accidentally picked that colour scheme, and it's not based on the fact that he knows that they're they're their background, I'm going to be pissed.
1: I don't think they existed before this book. Wow, that's
0: that's an impressive <laughs> accidental occurrence there then.
1: Uh, and then there's just rules for playing uh, narrative missions for the Doom and Mole, which one of them is really cool. Because it has the um, the wild beasts in it. Which one is
0: it? Uh, let's see. I don't know if that was actually in this bit. Oh, death of a god in the aftermath of the imperator's demise. Okay.
1: What's that? The word imperator. Uh, yeah, in the Death Mechanicus book. Oh, it's a match play mission. It's a not a narrative titanicus, one. Titanicus. Sorry.
0: It's not. A, it's not a match play. It's a match play mission, not a um, narrative one.
1: Uh, the burning of the Lupercalia.
0: Uh, before we get to the uh, match play missions, though, you've got the appendix, which is the battlefields of Molech, which essentially is um, a lot of uh, elements to kind of, well... Uh, oh, like terrain
1: and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Describing the
0: way that the Molech uh, battlefields can be. But yeah, they're going on to the match play mission, which is Beast Hunt, which uh, allow- it specifies for the Beast Hunt mission, players will need to represent the beasts using models. Players can use whatever profit models they have in their collections. Though ideally, each piece should be roughly the same size as a Cristoris Knight, imagine a forty mil round base. Uh, if they don't have access to the models, but that, that that allows you to open up some uh, interesting
1: yeah, uh, modern you, uh, version. Get your
0: your Dark Eldar gribblies out. Yeah, 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 or you, know, uh, you know some mixed um, uh, tyrannids in there. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. You've all of a sudden now you've got the uh, You know, uh, robots versus monsters. Uh, and then there's the, the new stratagems that have come in.
1: Uh, yeah, so these are for the Titan Legions, yeah? Uh,
0: yes, I'm uh, not sure if they're for both.
1: It's uh, Sec- just a stratagem, isn't it? So Secutarii Battalion. This stratagem can be purchased by any Loyalist player. Play this stratagem in the strategy phase. An enemy unit with a scale of three or less immediately suffers D six strength three hits if they are within two inches of the player's titan. Oh, pretty cool. So uh,
0: just like a um, infantry support. The well, time. you know at
1: the Secretary Yeah, they're like like the spear body. dudes, right?
0: Yeah. In fact, that's one of the things I liked about the book Warlord was that it very much uh, it, it uh, the very Titan Guard. In yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, I really like Titan Guard.
0: Uh. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of, like, quite a, there's, a, there's what, three pages of stratagems there?
1: Yeah. Oh, no, two pages
0: in. of stratagems, and then you've got um, the tertiary objectives as well.
1: Stratagem Quake Shells. Play this during each strategy phase. Place a five-inch blast marker anywhere on the battlefield, then scatter it 1d10. Any unit touched by the marker where it eventually lands suffers d3 strength 6 hits or d6 strength 6 hits if the central hole of the blast marker is entirely over the base. In addition, the unit is then moved D6 inches directly... Uh, in a direction, sorry, determined by a scatter dice. So, just rando quake shells going off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Haywire barrage. Earthshaker mines. Static rain. Living armour. Where's that? Uh,
0: that's on the uh, page up here, the one the, the middle of the second page. Oh,
1: hello cost though gifts of the dark mechanicum the player rolls a d10 if the result is equal or higher to so the amount of structural damage suffered all damage of the location is repaired
0: oh that's the one they previewed on their oh, board Have a community page yeah, yeah that's quite nice
1: um, so yeah they're all they're all oh, Martian servitor clades. yeah
0: that's pretty good but it's still quite, quite costly
1: so they're all kind of interesting. None of them are immediately like game breaking.
0: The thing about Death Titanicus though is that the, it's not just about the Titans. The, a lot of these stratagems can really change the way the game plays. Like for example, in the game that you mentioned before on the 30k channel when I played uh, Alistair, essentially he won the game because he used one of his stratagems that allowed him to, or it might be his personal trait, that allowed him to take the uh, initiative.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, but that, you know, essentially he'd won the initiative on each role and then when he came to the last turn, he went, I'm taking the initiative. Well, well I'm just kind of screwed now I <laughs> don't have any choice here
1: and then there's two battlefield assets uh, yep. yep forward observers and Titan hunting Titan Hunter. Titan hunter infantry
0: that's when I got people excited when they saw this one coming out in the preview uh, when people saw sneak, sneak preview uh, essentially you get to place some markers on the table two markers on the table and they've got a, a stat line uh, blister skill weapon skill of 5 plus Fire marker three sixty, range six inches at short and long at twelve inches. Strength plus one at short. Accuracy sorry, accuracy plus one at short range. Four dice, strength five. Now, a lot of people will say, you know, you can use templates you can use a marker on the table to represent these. But if you're not making them out of epic inventory, then uh, you're doing it wrong.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: I'd like the idea of trying to get hold of some uh, devastated marines. Uh, and stick uh, those in, a, in, a, in there to represent them.
1: Yeah. Just modelling opportunities, and that's one of the things that I really like about the AT community is everything I see on the AT... Is it 2018 page? Yes, I don't think it's like 2018. The, the, fan, the fan official page. It's all about oh like paint schemes and converting bases... And every so often a thread comes up like, "Oh, what's the best manipul to take to do this?" The discussion is normally about the different legios. Which one does what that job the yeah. best?
0: Well, that's why I picked Mermedon for mine. Even though it's uh, quite a restrict, it's restrictive in terms of the play style. Uh, you know, you got to take the two warlords. It's mentioned in the Kratos uh, background that it's you know what the what they tend to use. Uh, obviously, your um, your warlord titans are. Big with them because they're like destroying. Uh, this you know the the, the the Godbreakers operators Monday as it were is level the city. Yeah. Level what you're hiding behind, and then you've got nothing. Uh, they're quite like using plasma. Uh, so my while I've been building my you know designing my army lists, I've been based on the thought of I want you know missiles in there. I want a volcano cannon. I want quake cannons in there. I want plasma weaponry in there if I can get it. Probably base it around a merman online because that seems to be fitting with the, the Legio. Uh, if anything, it's uh, Adeptus, the Depth Titanicus 2018 group. That's one of the reasons why I've not got like, around to building my stuff.
1: <laughs> because you keep saying stuff. I
0: keep saying it's the bases. The bases of people doing is mind blowingly good. Yeah. And I've noticed the key thing, I think, to a lot of good Titans is getting the base right. Because if you don't do the base right, the scale of the model seems off. Yeah. And people have been doing such good work on the bases, I'm now looking at it going, I can't do
1: that. Have you seen Anvil O'Connor Jack's knights?
0: Yes. and like the little
1: fence he's made.
0: It reminds me a lot of Will. Will's level of detail on his epic and yeah, his like, titans.
1: Will does that shit for his job.
0: Yeah. His he, architecture he's, he's not, Yeah, and being, a, being, a, being an architect is quite useful apparently, when it comes to modelling titans. But uh, yeah, there you go. So that's uh, the Doom of Molek. Probably uh, not quite as in-depth as you might uh, expect elsewhere, but it was basically just we picked up the book today and uh, had about, what, half an hour or so reading through it and see yeah. what's cool.
1: That's just a bit of a bullshit in chat, really. Yeah, like, pretty much.
0: Pretty much like anything we do.
1: Uh, we've not recorded a full episode in a while because life happened. It's
0: pretty much been getting the way for a lot of us, hasn't it? <laughs> it? I think I even did one of those uh, online um, uh, uh, things for organising your time and it was, like, one day out of an entire month. Yeah. Not any of us were even close to being uh, available. And even then, it wasn't all of us either, was it?
1: Yeah, I mean, my, my calendar's now more sorted because we know what's happening with my grandmother. Um, so, yeah, I'm I, I'm kind of freer to to record properly now, so...
0: Well, yeah, just as a quick thing, so um, getting hype on uh at Heresy again. Uh, I think there's a little thing is that I've had... Um, personally, I've had a couple of other systems that have kind of been kind of pushing the pushing you know, we've had a kill team, forty K Kill team, kind of a bit of taking a bit of hype recently and uh I've had a bit of interest in Star so Wars Legion myself, uh, that's kinda of taken the hard way. But last weekend was good because we went out. Uh, Me, meet down Alistair and Kurt or as he's now taking he's owning the name of Skinny Penis. Um <laughs> and we went down to Warhammer World for some heresy games and that was really good. uh well I say really good. It wasn't really, really, really bad for me. Yeah, couldn't you not roll dice? Uh, no, not only could I not roll dice, but my opponents could just roll all the dice. Um, for example, you know, I've got a unit of Tyrant Terminators and a unit of Jostarin coming in and charge against me. Uh, he wipes out the entire unit of Terminators. I don't cause a single wound <laughs> with power fists and all sorts of there. That was just the way that day went. Uh, but as a result, I've uh, got some new hype for Heresy. Um... I host a Gaming, at least so I've got more than enough stuff modelling wise uh, and now I've kind of got I'm on this um, after some speaking to the guys and some advice uh, I'm designing three lists that I'm going to try and stick to rather than doing because one of the problems I've had a lot recently is uh, just I've had too much choice yeah you do what you doing because I've now got so much stuff to use I can't I'm changing the list every time I play to try and use as much stuff as possible yeah um so what I'm doing now is I'm a bit, I've picked three rights of war building a list based around those and I'm just going to use those you know and then cycle the rights of war list as opposed to changing the list every time I play to being something completely different and not really learning anything um yeah, I think, we'll uh, next episode we should be talking about lore of Dark Angels, because that's what we roll. Yeah,
1: I need to brush up on
0: that. Uh, we've obviously had Malevolence come out recently, so there's been a lot of uh, discussion on that, and, you know, anti-psycha shit that's come out of that as well.
1: Oh, man, Kurt. Apparently. Kurt is super upset.
0: Yeah, he wasn't happy, was he? But then I think there's thing I said in our group chat, is that that's all well and good if you're going to tailor a list to take on yeah. Dams Sons. I mean,
1: it's, it's kind of a shitty thing to do. Uh, but all it did it was prove that
0: yeah, if you take your list, take all the anti psych stuff, then yeah, mm. thousands are going to get their asses on the them I mean, I
1: fully expect you guys to do that when I drop my demons, the rune storm. Uh no,
0: uh I well, I won't. I've, I've already played. Uh, I played Dan's uh, Word Bearers using the new demon rules for allies. How'd that go? Uh, not well. But that's probably because I'm playing Dan. Oh, for you? Uh, yeah, not well for me. But you know, the the new demons are. We when we played it, we we used the um, you know the standard level. Yeah, which apparently isn't some that that box act isn't actually in the book for using them as allies with word with word bearers.
1: Well, where was that then? Because it was in the book they had.
0: Uh, well, Dan seems to think it's not in there, but that's what we use. That we use the like the middle level stat line for when he when he was using them as allies. Oh, right, then when he played yeah. Kurt, I think they had the changing uh, stat line. Uh, but yeah, they, 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 yeah, they've got real potential to be horrible. Um, their deployment system is quite quick is, makes it quite scary yeah
1: um, I mean what I'm looking I think I've told you what I'm looking at doing you know my idea for my dark mechanic militia yeah well, I'm still going to do that um, but I'm going to take it further and do like tech demons and stuff for my that'd be cool that's why I've got that venom crawler so I'm going to convert the venom crawler into that'd one nice. of the, the like, demonic brute things but maybe depending on next time we record I might have actually done something but
0: I doubt it. <laughs> so. uh, I'm, um, I'm. now. are uh, well, you talking about doing what Dan's doing with the building each of the of uh, pra- uh, the pra- gonna, yeah, console? Yeah, I'm going to take size. it a bit
1: further. So, Dan's doing one of each console for his Iron Warrior, his Iron Warriors, his Imperial Fists, and his. Um, word bearers. Word bearers. So you know, for a while, I've had like the idea to the Heroes of Olympia, yes. command squad.
0: Yeah, I'm excited for that.
1: So. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make the command squad, and then I'm going to do each one of the consoles and my uh, warsmith. But, like, each each one I'll do, I'll have, like, a little bit of fluff for them, and then just, like, almost do a slow-glow... Slow... Slow-grow, uh, slow like, Legion command thing. Mm-hmm. Post it up on the on the Destroyer core. Just cause I think it's something fun,
0: like... Well, like I said, one, it will build your hype for the Iron for the, for the, for Warriors. Two, it opens up a lot of options for your list building, if you've got options from all the consoles. Um, because, obviously, they bring various different things to the table. Um, I mean, me at the moment, for me, I'm hyped for a warmonger. I'm currently thinking about how I'm going to design and build a Warmonger.
1: The Warmonger, it looks cool on paper.
0: Yeah, it's not, it's situational. I don't think it's bringing all powerful stuff to the table. It's good for Iron Warriors, I think, more so than I think maybe some other legions. Um, but yeah, I, I I just like the the idea of it. I like the concept of him. Uh, I've got an idea for a model for him at the moment that I'm kind of slowly formulating. It's not as... Mad as the w- Wallsmith I built, but
1: um, see, I've got an idea for mine. No, I'm now worried that we've got the same idea. <laughs> no, mine. Mine involves Primaris parts. Oh, really? Yeah. What for your? More for longer. longer. Okay, what parts are you thinking from that? Um. So, if you think, have you seen the true scale Marines that people have built using the Tartarus legs? Yes. There is one of the chests. That once you filed off the Aquila and stuff, all you need to do is cut the central groove, and then it looks like the the, uh, the chest. G- yes. Okay. Thing. So you think a new, so you.
0: So, you, what are you looking at doing like a true scale
1: version for him? Oh no, it's for his Terminator armor. Oh, okay. Right. But yeah. the, it's like the chest plate. You know, like how I'm using the Sanguinary Guard chest yeah, yeah, yeah. plates for my Heroes of Olympia? So kind of like a, a modified
0: version, a different version yeah. of that. Okay. But That's it's like um.
1: So you know how we were discussing the... Well, because
0: they're overlapping plates, aren't they, yeah. on the Prime yeah. yes.
1: You know how we were discussing the uh, Minotaurs character with the shield and the spear? Yes. It's basically my own version of that. I'm not using that anymore. No, no, so I'm not using any... Apart from the spear and the shield, mm. I'm not using any of the components. Right. What I mean is it's, it'll be Terminator Armoured and...
0: But in the style of your rest of your yeah. command squad. Okay, that's quite, that's quite a cool idea. Now, I was thinking of using that... Um, um, I forgot the name of the character now, but the the monitor Terminator dude in tactical yeah. armor as more warmonger. But then I kind of looked at it and I thought, exact, it would suit your army more than it would mine. Yeah. Like the because the, he's that Grecian kind of look to it. Well,
1: I've got more Grecian inspiration in mine. Yeah. Because I draw from the old Olympia.
0: Yeah. So I think it would it would look out of place in my army. So what I'm looking at doing is um, I was looking at basing off. Um, Oh, I've his name. The character that has a Chaos version and a 40k version of him. Huron. Black- you Huron.
1: Oh, Huron Blackheart. Yeah,
0: his, you know his Terminator from the when he was... Um, during the Battle of War.
1: Oh, the Astral Claws Yeah. Version of him.
0: Yeah, basically, uh, probably just his upper torso. Because he's got like, a granulated gorget type thing yeah. going on. Uh, I was going to use that. You know the head from the, um, the chaplain of the Minotaurs? Yeah take the thing off that and put that in there uh, and then just give him tied legs and arms
1: yeah that's cool the, the problem I'm probably going to come to you with at some point is trying to marry up the primaris front with the, the tartarus, tartarus backpack because um, the, plas- the, yeah, the plastic yes. tartarus comes as a front and back oof yeah I'm, I'm wondering if
0: that's going to be difficult because I think the Primaris might be slightly wider.
1: Yeah, I might have to model a cape and shit. And just... Anyway, we can discuss that yeah, when we're all yeah, together next time. Alright. so yeah. So that's been the Doom of Moloch. And a bit of random rant, uh, random rambling. Yeah, caught you up. Next time we'll have Dan back, so there will be structure, and there will be words pronounced correctly. And well. more
0: in-depth knowledge on actual rules of the, of, the, of the stuff we're talking about.
1: But we better go and read about Dark Angels.
0: Yeah, we need to do that,
1: don't we? You know, Signs of the Emperor? Yeah. It has, um, you know, when we, every time we ask if they want fluff, and they're like, tell us about that one battle that I can't remember the name of. Mm. Name. What's it called, Spin? Hey, w- in reference to what? Uh, it's the big one, where shitloads of marines get killed.
0: That could be many, many Oh, battles. man, no, it's
1: the one right at the beginning. I want to say Fimir, but it's not the Femir... Randang. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Randang Xenocide. Oh, is that in there? Yeah. Oh, okay then. It's got some spoopy Alpha Legion in it. Oh, is that the is that
0: the, the book that they released that the, I couldn't get it the... Um... You know, not got yourself a copy yet? I don't think I've, got, I've not got myself a copy yet. I'm still trying to catch... I'm trying to finish um, Buried Dagger.
1: Oh, you need to read the Old Kingdom series next. The what series? Old Kingdom. The, I, the book I made you buy.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I need to read that. Anyway... Though.
1: Peace! See you later, guys. When it's party, we will party hard.